for the Dungeon of Delirium Halloween Special. Drusilda, the delirious dungeon witch. My caretakers have graciously let me out to celebrate this most high holiday, and I intend to spend this holiday high. the vapors of my special strain and join me on this four-part tale concluding on Halloween night. One little bit of business before we get started. You still have time to enter the bong giveaway. Rate the podcast five stars on your favorite podcasting app and send us a screenshot on Instagram at Dungeon of Delirium, or by email at contact at dungeonofdelirium.com. The winner will be announced Halloween night in the final part of our Halloween special. We start our tale in the home of little Dina Jarvis, counting her candy and watching rated R movies. Being home alone on Halloween night is no fun at all. Especially when the treats run out and the tricks come knocking. We present you with... Stranger Danger. Five chocolate candies, mostly Snickers, Milky Way, Hershey's Kisses, and Reese's Cups. Fourteen fruit chew candies, Sour Patch Kids, Swedish Fish, Jujubees, Starburst, etc. Four full-size candy bars, a Butterfinger, two Crunch Bars, and a Twix. 19 hard candies, mostly lollipops with a few Jolly Ranchers in the mix, three boxes of raisins, I like them, but on Halloween, come on, one apple, 15 otherwise hard to categorize candies like Mike and Ike's and Bit O' Honey.
Overall, it wasn't a bad haul. But if my parents had taken me to one of the bigger neighborhoods where Molly and Jenna went, I'd easily have twice that. They rushed me through our cul-de-sac so they could make it to their dumb party. It was home before it was even dark out. I stared at the microwave clock. 7.52 p.m. The horror would be on in eight minutes. I guess that was the perk of being home alone on Halloween. Beside it was a sticky note that said, pick up Dina from school, 3 p.m., with three exclamation points. It was always there because they always needed reminding. The note didn't always work. I gathered my candy and my teddy bear Rufus and moved into the den. I arranged my candy into little piles and selected which pieces I'd eat tonight and which I'd save. I selected a good mix of favorites and some filler candy like Smarties and gumdrops. I only allowed myself one of my large candy bars, a crunch bar. I wanted to bring one to school every day for the rest of the week so I could eat candy with the other kids. Welcome to the Dungeon of Delirium Horrorthon. We have four frightening stories for you this year that you won't want to miss. So pop your popcorn. Pop open your pop. It's time for tale number one. A little girl all alone on Halloween night. What could go wrong? Find out after these messages. Rufus, I'm so glad I'm not alone this year. Well, gosh, Dina, I'm sure glad I'm not alone either. What should I eat first? Well, what about the crunch bar? That looks scrumptious. No, I'm saving that one for the second movie. How about a Reese's Cup? Seems as good to me as any. All right, kiddos, it's time for our tale. This one is called Stranger Danger. Rufus and I watched intently. I couldn't wait to brag to the other kids. I may have gotten shortchanged on the trick-or-treating, but they weren't allowed to watch R-rated movies. Sometimes my parents were cool, I guess. They had also left out a $20 bill for pizza, but I was afraid to use the phone, afraid I'd get in trouble even though I had permission. Rufus, can you call for me? Gosh, I don't think they'd understand me. Remember when your parents yelled at you? Saying you lied about me? And that you were just a stupid little girl who needed to grow up? Yeah, I remember. My parents weren't always cool. (coughs) Four Corners Pizza, how can I help you? Hi. Can I order a large cheese pizza and a Coke? Sure thing. Is this the job is calling? Yeah, that's my parents. How much will it cost? I just have one $20 bill. That'll cover it. We have your address on file. We'll see you in 30 minutes, sweetheart. Thank you. Ordering the pizza made me feel extra hungry. I couldn't resist the crunch bar I'd set aside for movie number two. On the screen, a little girl about my age was trapped in her home while a witch tried to break in to steal her soul. This stuff would have scared me to death at age eight, but now that I was ten... In a quarter, technically. I just laughed it off. Of course the little girl let the witch into her house 20 minutes into the movie. Ridiculous. 
pizza! I exclaimed and headed for the door. I paused as my hand went for the knob. Hmm. Could be a witch. The movie didn't scare me, but that was no reason to be hasty. Hello? Is anyone home? This is the police. Came the voice from the other side of the door. Something was off. The voice sounded so strange. Like a robot or an alien. Through the peephole, I could see the man, though he looked just like a boy, not a police officer. It wasn't the pizza man, and my parents told me never to answer the door for someone you don't know. I wasn't about to make the same mistake as the dumb girl in the movie. I know someone's in there. You're not under arrest. We just need to speak with you. Came the strange robotic voice again. Golly, Dina, I don't know. I think that's a trick at the door, no treat. Better not fall for it. Rufus shouted from the other room. He was right. Probably someone playing a prank. I'd better just wait them out. I went and sat back down on the couch. This went on for another five minutes. The voice on the other side of the door sounded mad now. He sounded like my dad after he'd come home from his nighttime business meetings with the pretty lady who smelled like juniper trees. If you don't open this door, we're going to use a battering ram, and then you'll be in trouble. Oh no. Oh, don't answer it, Dina. He's a bad man, and he's here to do bad things. Best just to watch the movie. Rufus reassured me. Again, he was right. The knocking stopped and I got back to my crunch bar and the movie about the dumb little girl who let the witch right through the front door. I wanted to scream at the screen. Probably my parents checking up on me. They sometimes did that. Hello? It's Four Corners Pizza. Just confirming you're at 3300 West End Avenue. Just past the intersection of Maple Street. Yes. That's me. Okay, I'm coming up to the door. Total is 1647. Woohoo, pizza! I walked up to the door and stopped again. Could be a witch trick. I looked out the peephole and saw a teenage boy in a Four Corners pizza t-shirt holding my pizza and soda. Phew. I ate almost half the pizza all by myself, continued to curse the character in this movie for making stupid mistakes. Mistakes I'd never fall for. I missed the ending because I fell asleep, but I knew how it probably went. Despite how dumb she was, she managed to survive the witch, because where else could they have gone with it? I awoke at quarter past ten to the phone ringing again, probably my parents letting me know they were heading home. Hello? I answered. There was no voice on the receiver. Just heavy breathing. It sounded like my dad sleeping in his armchair after drinking too much of his gross-smelling brown alcohol. Hello? I asked again. I walked over to the door to make sure it was locked, staying away from the windows in the process. Strange. The pizza delivery car was still parked out front. It's four corners. I gave you the wrong change. Can you let me in? He didn't give me any change at all. 
I gave him the 20, and he kept the change as a tip. Like I was taught. Open the door so I can give you back your change. He said again. The voice was weird and robotic. I backed away from the door. Rufus, what should we do? Well, shoot, Dina. I think we should get your dad's 45 caliber revolver out of the safe in the back of his closet. I don't know the combination. Let me in or you'll be arrested for obstructing the law. Through the peephole, I could see him. He has one of those ski mask things. The one they call... Baliklavas or something? My wrist rocket. My dad had given it to me when I turned nine. My mom was worried I'd hurt myself, but he got his way. Mostly, I just shot acorns at the trees. He tried to get me to shoot squirrels, but that seemed mean. Heck, in the garage your dad keeps some ball bearings in a coffee can. That ought to show Moose boss. Rufus sputtered. I followed his directions and grabbed my slingshot and the ball bearings. They left a weird black film on my hands, but I could wash them before I ate more candy. Right now, I had to keep this witch out of my house until my parents got home. They'd be so angry at him, and they'd make him pay. Trust me, you don't want them mad at you. Oh no, he was inside. I could hear his faint footfalls over the crunching window glass on the front entryway. I'm sorry if I scared you, Dina. I'm a friend of your parents. My name's Tommy. How did you know my name? Did my parents send to check on me? I backed into the darkness of the stairway and loaded a bearing into the pouch of my wrist rocket, stretching the elastic tight. Aim for his head, Dina! Right on the side! Ooh, that's the off switch! Rufus whispered. Slowly the figure stepped out of the kitchen, and I could see him in the light of the moon, through my living room window. It let go. The bearing whizzed through the air, hitting him right in the eye. It didn't even make a sound. The ski mask must have absorbed the impact. He, however, made a lot of sound. Fuck you, you little fucking cunt! The voice was boyish now, no longer robotic. Uh, another! Rufus shouted. I loaded another as the man, or boy, turned in my direction. Right in his neck. He began coughing and wheezing as he fell to one knee. One more to really sink the point home, Rufus said calmly. I cradled another bearing and sent it straight at his head. This time, striking the off switch Rufus was talking about. He fell limp to the ground. Now let's get out of here before the witch wakes up, Rufus said. I squeezed Rufus tight and headed to the door. You don't have to tell me twice, friend. The night air was chilly as I burst through the door, making a beeline towards the Hendersons' house. Their porch light cast a pale glow across my lawn. As I made it to the street, I saw someone laying in the grass by the pizza car. I knelt down and saw it was the pimply-faced boy who dropped my pizza off earlier. He had blood all over him and a big hole in his stomach. I backed away slowly. The witch must have gotten him. And then, the witch got me. A bag of some kind fell over my head. Hands tore Rufus from my grasp. A car door was tossed like a rag doll into the pizza car. I knew because it smelled like pepperoni. The last thing I remember was the car pulling away and the dinging of the seatbelt alarm. I always buckle my seatbelt. Not surprised this jerk didn't.
Then I fell asleep, I think. I haven't woken up yet. Three hours before. You guys want to see a dead body? Dead body? Dead body? Dead body? Dead body? Dead body? Make sure to tune in tomorrow to unwrap another mysterious morsel of this Halloween tale. Find out what Tommy was up to before he paid Dina a visit. We'll see you there. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the Dungeon of Delirium Halloween special. We'll be back tomorrow. This episode, Stranger Danger, was written and directed by Kevin Klausman. Halloween Special by Chelsea Darling and Kevin Klausman. Starring Chelsea Darling as Dina, Kevin Klausman as Rufus and the Dungeon of Delirium Horrorthon host, Cody Crossland as Tommy, Nathan Foster as the Pizza Woman and the Pizza Man. Original score by Kevin Klausman.